yo, yo. Really? That was quick. That was quick. You, you always come in with like the yo, yo, yo's that's and the energies. Ha- you got to pump them no, up. That's not energy. That's t- that's no, that's no, no it's energy. Awful. You no, pump them no, up. No, there's nothing to pump up. You pump up the jam. Be, pump be it inter- up. Like, yo, like, yeah. Or, you know, no, like the no. yo, yo, yo just sounds uncharacteristically unlike you. That's very much me. I yell things like that all the time. Yell yo, yo, yo all the time. The I only do. time I ever hear you yell yo, yo, yo is while we record a podcast. I save it for this, but you don't hear me at home. I, s- I yell all sorts of stuff in the shower. You just don't hear it. You don't live with me. Erica, my wife, she hears me yell all sorts of stuff. You got to get pumped up. You got to get the energy flowing. I'm going to text her now and ask if she's ever heard you say yo, yo, yo outside of this podcast. I'm sure she has because I used to go yo, yo, yo all the time. Because Don, uh, what was his name? Uh, Don Vito. Yeah. Bam's uncle. He used to yell that all the time. Like, yo, Bam, why do you got to be my suitcase to alligators? Oh, yeah. He's yell stuff like that all the time. I think it's a terrible intro. Well, too bad. Yeah. Too bad. I think it's terrible. Too bad. Listeners, chime in. Do you think his intro is terrible? That's fine. They can hate it all they want. <laughs> they can go record their own podcast. They might. I might join them. We'll see. That's fine. <laughs> I'll host it by myself. Good luck with that. I'll split personalities. I'll do my top three and then Fred's top three. Will both of them say yo, yo, yo? Yeah, probably. Yo, 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 and no, yo, no, yo, no. Yo. The other one probably say no, 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 because they got to be on different sides of the table. Yep. Okay. Yep. Welcome to the what, the what Podcast, everybody. I'm Eric. This is Kyle slash Fred. Yep, Eric hates the yo-yo-yo. I hate him. Evidently, was not passion. good with a yo-yo when he was younger. I was very good with the yo-yo. I could rock that cradle all day long. So. Well, don't be afraid of the yo. I'm not afraid of the yo's. I'm, ha- I'm afraid of the three yo's. Mm. Uncharacteristic. I don't know. That's very me. That's, that's not you at all. Right off the cuff. You don't even know You're me. You're more of a yeah. No, that's not me. That's you at that's all. You. No, that's you. That's you. I'm not that's a yeah. Me. That's not me. No, I'm a hello. You're a yeah. No, nah, that's not me. That's not me. You don't know me. What are we talking? You don't tell me how to live. What are we talking about today? I'm talking about Halloween TV specials slash scary TV series that could kind of just be considered. It's not necessarily Halloween, but uh, television series that are... Spooky. Halloween is a spooky month. It is. Halloween is a spooky October is a spooky month. Halloween is pretty is much just sp- all of October. Yeah. Halloween is all of October. And then there's like like past like second October, you know, like in November 1st. See, I don't see that. Like I see it as Halloween. Thanksgiving. Then Christmas. And then. You skip Thanksgiving? I don't. I don't you skip You skip it. Thanksgiving? Yo, not. yo, yo. What's the matter with you? I don't skip it. It's Christmas all the way up until Thanksgiving. Then you celebrate Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas again. No, that's wrong. No, I'm just saying. Wrong. My tree will be up before Thanksgiving. I'm not putting a tree up this year. That's depressing. I never put a tree up. That's so depressing. No, I don't care. How are you going to be on a Christmas podcast talking about Christmas movies? No one comes to my house for Christmas. you got to invite us. I, why it's w- not about, about other people enjoying. It's about you enjoying. Uh, yeah, I enjoy not having to do extra work. Mm. We're going to have to fix this, folks. Are you going to come put a tree up for me? No, I'm going to put my own tree up. So you're not going to put one up for me? So I don't have to put a tree up. You don't have to. I'm I not, just I'm think not, you would I'm enjoy watching Christmas movies, preparing for your Christmas podcast episodes with a tree. I enjoy all those things without the tree because I don't have to spend an hour putting the tree up. Oh, that's I can part use, of it. I can use that hour to enjoy watching Christmas movies. Now, you got that playing in the background. You got you a nice cup of hot chocolate, some snacks. It's a great night. I promise. No. It is. Folks, chime in. What do you think? No. What do you think? How do you 
decorate your tree or do you not decorate a tree? I did it one year and then I stopped because I found it pointless. I well, will. You have you have a brother that lives with you. You can both celebrate Christmas together. People, You're not by yourself. Yeah, so I mean he doesn't have people over either. It's not about the other people. It's about you. Yeah, it's about me. And the Christmas Again, spirit. We're back to about me. I can have Christmas spirit without it's putting about the a Christmas tree spirit. Up. The Christmas spirit, folks. Yo, yo, yo. No tree. Christmas spirit. No tree. Either way. Halloween. Halloween. We're Halloween. still here. The we're month, not, the month man, of Halloween. We haven't hit November yet. We're still at Halloween. We're going we're gonna to have to talk about this a lot. Um, huh? I'm, I'm very concerned it's about right your, here. your Thanksgiving hating ways. I literally saw a Facebook post that agreed 100% with me the other day said that. Well, everything on I Facebook. I think Casey Wright shared that. Everything yeah. on Facebook is correct. You're, you're absolutely right. I don't know where not I went wrong. But that one, I, it, I could stand with that one. Ugh. There's not this like, is what's wrong with the country. Well, there's not Thanksgiving songs. There's not Thanksgiving No, Thanksgiving games. is about family and friendship yeah. and a sense of belonging. You don't need, I spend that 24-7. You, you don't need games and you don't need, nah. uh, you know, um, what, what TV special. I mean, there are TV specials with Thanksgiving. There's some. But you don't need all that stuff because Thanksgiving stands alone on its own. It does, own. on its own day. Yeah. So I'll give it that day. That's for, fine. For the whole month. I spend time with my family and friends all the time. Yeah. I appreciate them. I'm thankful for them. No matter what day it is, but especially on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Don't celebrate Christmas too early. I know it's Jesus' birth, but I, even he only celebrated once a year. I mean, he didn't celebrate in November. Don't you? you don't he know. actually didn't celebrate in December. He wasn't so born in December. He wasn't born in December. We can have that conversation later. I won't disagree <laughs> with you on that. 100%. You're going to ruin some people's lives with that. I have just blown some people's lives. Wait a minute. What do you mean Jesus wasn't born on December 25th? Somebody, somebody just pulled a Jesus and flipped the table over. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I have just ruined some people's, the, like, well, we're Christian. We believe Jesus was born on December 25th. Because that's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says he was born on December 25th. I love how, like, the Southerners are just like, my God, boy, I tell you what, son. I woke up that other day. That was the day that Jesus was born, and I know about it. <laughs> how did we get off talk? Halloween episode, uh, Halloween TV series, spooky TV series. I think you're excited. <laughs> It's those yo-yo-yos you got excited. The yo-yo-yos suck. No, okay. you got so excited. You're pumped. I would have been more excited if you'd been like, yeah! I will never do that. That's well, not me. You, you should. That's, we'll let Ricky have that. If you don't want the yeah, we'll let Ricky have yeah. He's going to join us for Thanksgiving episodes, I think. I don't know if one. we can film Thanksgiving episodes unless it's on Thanksgiving now. No, you can. No, because it only happens We once. can share all the time, but you really celebrate it on one day. Same way we celebrate Halloween on one day. But we experience it all month long. You should be able to experience Thanksgiving all month long. You technically can. You should. Make sure you make you some hand, hand turkeys. Yes. I do that actually every year. I don't. See? Make you a hand turkey this year. I might. You can do that while sitting in our chair. You don't have to like set up anything. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, y'all. Maybe that's what my new, instead of yo, 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 just gobble, gobble, y'all. All right. So let's jump back on topic. Uh, so t- today's episode is uh, Halloween specials or television um, shows that are spooky or scary in nature. Yes. So we're not talking about like a specific TV episode like we did last week. That's true. Um, this is like uh, American Horror Story is a scary theme show. I don't think it's on either one of our lists. It's not. Um, but that's a scary theme show. It'd be on Erica's list. So it would be on Erica's list. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, we're doing three against three. We're not really doing what the what episodes because we we what? actually did a what the what like poll one time and Kyle got all. Well, it's just for fun. I'm like, no, I beat you. Where did you beat me at? Uh, the uh, the back to school episode. Which I had more was? votes. 
than you did. About what? About having our back to school themed um, stuff, like the movie, the TV show, and the song. Oh. Yeah, and you were fun. like, "Well, to be fair, it's just for no. It wasn't for fun. I beat you. Hey, I beat it. you. So, I'll take that loss. Yeah, take that L. I'll take it. Honestly, I, like <laughs> it'd be hard to rate these on this week because I feel like we. Both, I rate them very highly. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> even with last week's episode where we did TV episodes, I feel like a lot of it comes from what you did either growing up or stuff you're just involved in. Where personal experience, yeah, yeah. So. So those things you're not necessarily wrong, but the same way people relate to you necessarily if you watch certain things growing up versus you didn't have cable growing up. So you watch yep. different things. That's right. So to quote a certain co-host of mine, it's just for fun. We're just having fun here. <laughs> Either way, that was I'll take a loss. If you pull it out there, no, I'll no, take no, a loss. No, 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 no. But we're not, but we're not putting a poll out no, this no time. No, no polls. This is just for fun. Because my is, list is very There random. are no winners and losers. Yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a what the what trophy. What the what? It says yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Engraved, engraved under the bottom. Hello. All right. So I went first last week. You yes. get to go first today. Awesome. What do you got for number one, man? I thought about this the second that you were talking about your Halloween costume. I thought about this. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, back when I was younger, we both were younger, Disney Channel would okay, put thank out. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, Disney Channel original movies. So I, technically, this was made for and put out. On the Disney Channel, so it's not a big movie that went to the thing. It was actually a, you know, a special. You would technically say is a new month. Every month they had a different movie on there. Uh, this one was a Halloween type one, so that's where it came to play for me. Year two thousand. Uh, I was in seventh grade. You were in eighth grade, roughly somewhere in those years, six, seven, eight, somewhere in the middle. My sister graduated in two thousand, and I was in seventh grade. I know that much. Yeah, I was in eighth grade in the spring of two thousand. So. Yes. Uh, so. There's that much, but it's uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Okay. So I thought about you when you were talking about the Phantom the other week. I uh, didn't think of Phantom of the Opera. I thought of Phantom of the Megaplex. Interesting. Uh, it's a shame you don't really drink wine, because if you did, you need to bring uh, an entire bottle, because this movie is full of cheese. Uh, <laughs> just as bad as that joke, uh, the movie's the exact same way. Uh, it's your typical made-for-TV movie with your typical, like almost like Hallmark Channel cast, where they're all very cheery. Uh, and just cheesy, uh, but Mickey Rooney's in this movie. Okay, uh, he plays the old man that previously owned this movie theater. Uh, it used to be; a, it was now currently a giant megaplex. So what you would say is a giant movie theater, especially the year two thousand stuff. Like that's huge. It's not like an IMAX necessarily today, but back then it's a giant movie theater. Uh, they're in a very populated area. This brand new movie's coming out, uh, so they're having a big premiere with the stars and directors, and everybody's going to show up. So. The manager's very on his kids about keeping everything under control, perfect night, blah, blah, blah. But there's a history that there's a phantom at the Megaplex. Evidently, there was an old co-worker. There was a person that used to work there in the old smaller theater. So I think of uh, like the Howe Theater for us, downtown uh, Smithfield. But they tore that theater down and built this giant Megaplex on top of it. So anytime something goes wrong at this theater, they blame it on the phantom of the Megaplex. Well, it's always been joked about until this giant premiere night where all of a sudden there's things happening. Stuff keeps getting messed up. People start disappearing. There starts coming a lot of issues. Like All these things are happening. Movies are getting ruined. Uh, a giant, I think, Godzilla-type monster like blow-up thing interrupts one movie at some point. But uh, Mickey Rooney used to be the owner of the previous Megaplex, the mo previous movie theater. He doesn't work there anymore. He's just kind of like part of the movie family, but he's always there like he works there. Um Anyway, whole movie is just fun to watch. They, it's just these kids. There's mischief happening. There's, like I said, there's a phantom of set of the opera. He's the phantom of the megaplex where 
they see bits and flashes of the Phantom, and he disappears and wraps people up and ties them up and all these things. Well, it turns out it's Mickey Rooney. Sorry, spoiler alert from 19 years so later. So whenever I get the Disney Plus channel in a few weeks. It's going to be on there. It's going to be on there, and I'm already spoiled. It's probably like, Dang. okay, because you're probably like five minutes in, and they probably yo, 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 and you're like, forget this. This is all cheese. Turn this off. I'm not saying yo, yo, yo is bad. I'm saying it's bad when it's done by you. Okay. okay. I remember Let's that. be specific. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, that's just the biggest thing. Um, it's cool. Like I say, it's your typical Disney Channel movie where it's cheesy and things like that. But as a grown-up going back, and I kind of watched bits and pieces of it today during lunch, sure, it's cheesy, but it's fun. It was that childhood funness that you watched growing up that you honestly probably laughed a whole lot more. It was not so much the scariness, but it had right. like probably cheesy, scary movie or sounds and stuff. But That's really cool. Anyway, it's, it's a throwback. Well, so number one for you. Let's, well, I'm reordering my list so we can be okay. kind of in the same flow here. Um, from one cheesy uh, type of thing to another okay. type of cheesy uh, television show. Okay. Which also relates to my Halloween costume because viewers beware, you're in for a scare. I'm talking about Goosebumps. Nice. The okay. TV show. All right. The, the uh, Goosebumps television show was based off the books, obviously. Mm-hmm. Had this Awesome theme song. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, just go check it out sometime. It, which, it, it did, still bangs. I mean, did you watch the show first, or did you read books first? I read the books first. See, I don't think I've read them all, but I remember loving that. It was something about, because even like, it wasn't your plain book. There's the texture kind of on the front. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, yeah, the kind of, yeah. I read all 62 That's of the awesome. original Goosebump books. Had them all at some point. I don't know where they're at now. I, mm-hmm. I hate that I'm, you know, but I used to take them everywhere. Yeah. I would, uh, you know, when my dad, we'd go cut grass. Mm-hmm. Between yards, I'm reading a Goosebump That's book. That's awesome, though. I mean, that, that I loved reading because of the Goosebump book series. Um, I remember, like, the first, like, 31 or 32 of them came out mm-hmm. at some point in um, – that's when I started getting into them. Like they released like thirty at a time, mm-hmm. and then they released like one every two months after that, and then or every two weeks. Or I don't even know what the time frame was. So every time we'd go to Walmart, I'd go to the book section so that's and cool. see if that book was there. And then when they put it on, you know, on TV, they started with the Haunted Mask, mm-hmm. um, which was on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. A girl wants to have this really scary uh, costume to scare. I believe it was her brother. It might have been her friend. Mm-hmm. And she finds this mask at this store where the owner's like, no, it's not for sale. Well, she takes it anyway, puts the mask on, and then can't get it off. And the mask is slowly, like, turning her, her. into the, what the mask is. Um, super awesome, um, awesome book. The movie, um, which it was, it was a movie first, but it was basically like a two-part episode on television. Mm-hmm. And they just packed it together for a VHS. Gotcha. Um, you know, that was fantastic. But, you know, they did so many different uh, of the books. And sometimes they were a little different because you're trying to squeeze a whole book sure. into, you know, 22, 23 minutes of storytelling. But um, just it was very cheesy. But mm-hmm. as a kid, I loved it. Ryan Gosling yeah. actually was on uh, one of the episodes of uh, Goosebumps. He was in uh, Say Cheese and Die, which was the fourth mm-hmm. book. Um, but he played the title character, or not the title but the main character uh, mm-hmm. in that book. Um, I believe his name was Bird or Zach or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of actors uh, kind of got their start on you know when yeah. they were younger on a show like Goosebumps, and um, you know, just fun fun stuff for me. I mean, it was just you know they had the series on Netflix, I believe, and I went back and watched some of it, and it's still super cheesy, sure, but still super fun. It is. It's a lot. Honestly, it's very similar to like I said to the Phantom of the Megaplex. You're exactly right. It's very cheesy, 
But there's that funness of it. Especially that, you actually had a book to relate to it as well. Like It's well, a different part of your and childhood. And the cool thing is, there were some episodes that, like, as a kid, mm-hmm. you turn your lights out, yeah, it can be kind of scary. Sure. But ultimately, it's like a safe kind of scary. Sure. You're not talking about Freddy versus Jason. You're not talking mm-hmm. about... Um, Michael Myers. I mean, those are horror movies that are meant for adults. This is kind of a cheesy, fun kind of scary. Sure. Yeah, there's murderous zombies or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's ultimately done from a you know in a good kid friendly way. That's um, probably one of the first books that I remember reading that like I pictured in my mind versus just reading like probably probably one of the first books I read that didn't have pictures in it. Yeah. It was the one with the garden gnomes in it. Yeah, a Revenge of the Lone Gnomes. Yes. yes. See, I remember that. Was that was number thirty four. So that's series. awesome. You remember that? I don't, I don't remember, remember all. I don't remember all of them, but I do know that one because that was one of the ones that was new when I first bought it. Gotcha. Some of them had been out for a year or two when mm-hmm. they all got released. But uh, the Barking Ghosts, um, thirty three and thirty four, came out together. Gotcha. Um, and they were the first two new ones I had bought. That's cool. Like, I, j- I don't know. I just remember even to this day, I still picture like the gnomes in my head and seeing it, and it was suspenseful. Because I remember being like, I think it's the gnomes, but is it the gnomes? What is it? It's the cover, the titles, the gnomes, obviously yeah. the gnomes. But um, just thinking about that. Fun, was, fun twist endings in a lot is. of these books, too. It really is. And uh, it was those books and then the books, uh, Animorphs. Animorphs was awesome, too. I think they were spun off around the same time. Like I think so. Um, but the, the, the literally, you know, I mentioned uh, these books are what got me into reading. I picked yeah. up these books in fourth grade. Um, this and the boxcar children mm-hmm. uh, for the mysteries and stuff, and I couldn't put them down. I was reading like one or two a week. I mean, you know, I'd get it from the library and go home and just read it all, you know, all night until I was finished. And I still have that love of reading now. And yeah, so um, Goosebumps, the TV show, the books, the series, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, they're all intertwined f- for me for Halloween. I knew I had to include them on this. I know, yeah, I know they're perfect. cheesy, but. I, I still love them. Have you watched the movie with like Jack Black? Yes, I, know I have. There's two movies now. Yeah, um, I've seen both. I haven't seen this. I didn't know there was a second one. I, have I think seen the, the first second one. one's on Netflix now. Is the second one on Netflix, or are they filming the second one? I'm pretty sure the second one's on there because I don't think Jack. Well, maybe they're filming it. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't think they've released Jack Black's it yet. not in the second one. Yeah, I don't think they've released it yet. But the first one was really fun, think. and it was a nice little throwback because the uh, the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena um, was uh, featured heavily in that movie, and I remember that being one of my favorite. Goosebump books, uh, number thirty-eight. By the way, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome that you remember. That. I can't remember crap. I can't remember the. I'm going to look up these numbers and find out that I was totally wrong. So. Hey, either way, um, hold on. I'm just looking it up because I've I watched something on Netflix. Let's see, Goosebumps two. Oh yeah, it came out in 2018. Came okay, out so it year. came out last year. So I have not seen that one yet. It's on Netflix, I think. Now it's actually pretty good. I will definitely have to check it out. Uh, I, I mean, still have, I still have Netflix for another couple of days. So it's still, I mean, it's cheesy, like your typical stuff. But the thing I loved about the first Goosebumps movie is how they were able to pack a lot of those characters into one movie. Yes. Not to say like it ruins it and it's slammed in there, but it's in a way that it hits that nostalgic moments for you, where like I remember the Lone Gnomes and you remember certain other people. So like the random little bits that make it in there. By the way, Revenge of the Lone Gnomes was number 34. Nice. I did get the Barking Ghost wrong. It was 32. Hmm. Um, Horror at Camp Jelly Jam was 33. And The Abominable Snowman of Passing was number 38. That's awesome. I can't remember <laughs> anything. Like that. That's just random. Just random I read comic books. So. I couldn't even tell you like what happened in certain issues. So, uh, Yeah, so that was my um, – it was on my list. I actually had it sl- uh, slated for last, but I figured it tied in really well with, really the, with the Cheesy and the Phantom of the Opera, which was number 24. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let me look that up and make sure I'm right there. Uh, but while I'm doing that, let's go ahead and move on to your second book. 
or not book, your second TV <laughs> show. So my second one jumps. Uh, number 24. <laughs> number 24, there you go. My second one uh, jumps to more current times, and it is a little bit more on the scarier side. It's not necessarily Halloween per se, but it's uh, Stranger Things. Okay, I left this one alone because I okay. haven't seen all of Stranger Things. I've seen a couple, of, uh, a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished the series, but I really enjoy it. So please tell everyone why this series is. Okay, I'm not going to give you a whole synopsis like I did with the movie. Please don't, but because I'm, I don't want to be spoiled like you did with the uh, yeah. Phantom of the Multiplex. So you don't even remember. Who knows? <laughs> You'd be like, wait, that's Mickey Rooney. What's he doing here? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes place in Indiana in like 1983. So it is cool. It takes place, for me, it takes place in the 80s, and it's really cool to see just the environment. For me, I always love watching stuff like that, the reflection. I wasn't born yet in 83, but somewhere between the 80s and 90s, it all kind of blends in as a childhood where the decorations and the way things are, what they wear and what people have in their house and how couches look, you know, there's a lot of shows you look back on and be like, I had that couch, or my parents had that couch, or the TV or whatever. Uh, There's on the third season now, they just finished that a little while back. We actually finished watching it probably a month or so ago. Uh, We were behind on everything, so we were behind on season two, so we caught back up and then finished that. And I think they're already, or at least talking about writing a number four now. Season four, yeah, season four is a go. Uh, quick synopsis is just a there's something strange going on in this town it follows four main characters that are like teenage boys that are young age teenage boys uh, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons for me I never played Dungeons and Dragons but whenever you see it mentioned I almost just kind of get excited because it's just like that I nostalgic think it's something feel. I would enjoy if I yeah. had the time to really invest in it because those are things I know those campaigns can go on for hours for sure and that but that's the cool thing is that I didn't know anything about it but right. watching them yeah they're so excited and they're playing that in the same way like stuff in their rooms it's like I had that toy I had this or whatever side note community uh-huh. has two Dungeons and Dragons episodes nice. so, <laughs> so um, anyway but that's kind of a small <laughs> thing you see go out Throughout the series, there's some, I'll just say, monster-type things. There's a a little girl who has some powers, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of where I'll leave that as far as telling you too much about it. So you're saying there's something strange in their neighborhood. Yes. Who do they end up calling? Who's got the telephone? Whatever that was <laughs> called. Sorry. Who are you going to telephone? Who are you going to telephone? You gonna telephone? Uh, which also ties in, uh, I think it's season two. Uh, they do have Halloween in oh. Stranger Things, and this isn't spoiling anything because it was in like the trailer preview thing. Like, but the the kids, the boys, are all dressed up as Ghostbusters. Yes. The funny part of the episode, not to like spoil it for you, but there is a part because there's three young gentlemen that are white, and there's one gentleman that's black, and he shows up, and they all assume he's going to be Vinkman or not, not Vinkman. Uh, what's his name? Um, it's Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie Hudson's character. Yeah. They assume it's going to be him. And he looks at him. He's like, why would I automatically be him? It's like, I don't want to be him. I want to be Venkman. It's like, he's the cool one. Why would I want to be him? Winston. That's who it is. He said, why am I Winston? Oh, just because of the color of my skin that makes me Winston? And, of course, they're like, no, no, no. No, no, of course not. But we just kind of thought. And then, of course, you have two Venkmans going around, and there's no Winston. Even after all these years, Ernie Hudson still gets no love. Uh Ernie we Hudson lo- played Gus's dad in Psych. See, we love you, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> I um, love Ernie Hudson. He I've was, seen him in he person. He played him in the second season episode, Gus's parents may, or dad may have killed an old guy. Nice. Um, but he did not come back to play Gus's dad in season three. That was played by, oh my goodness, I have lost his name. I'll look it up. Hang on. I just get excited anytime I see Ernie Hudson in something because I'm just like, heck yeah, Ernie Hudson, you do your thing. In, in Psych, he, you know, every time Gus would say something, he'd be like, we hear you, son. 
We hear you. <laughs> Um, I saw him at a Comic Con a few years back. I didn't like meet him face to face, but I did see him. Um, it the same way the guy that plays Dustin, which is a funny young boy out of the group, he was at Comic Con a few years ago in North Carolina, and Erica and I went to that and went and listened to his panel, and it was just awesome. I think it was right before season two was about to come out, and the guy is just hilarious. Also, he sang like sings on Broadway. He's an amazing singer. He also has issues, uh, it's a health issue where, and I don't remember the name of it, but pretty much he loses his teeth and there's some issues with that. He was to go out to go underneath surgery when we were talk or whenever he was at that Comic Con. Um, but it's cool because of Stranger Things, he's been able to step out more in a public light, uh, shine more on this disease that a lot of people suffer from, right. evidently, and let people know more about it. But um, because I remember watching the first season and they kind of throw some jokes at him here and there about not having teeth or like, you know, baby teeth or whatever. And I didn't know. I was like, is that made? Because it does look like he's missing some teeth. How's that working? And it turns out it really is. So it was kind of cool to like hear a backstory on that. Uh, as far as audience-wise, it definitely has some more mature type things. Uh, but it's awesome. I, I do enjoy it. Uh, it does. It's one of those shows I do think you kind of have to sit down and watch and pay attention. Uh, I'm bad about sometimes watching a show and watching my phone at the same time. Yeah. And there's some information you can lose out on if you're doing that. So I would say it's one of those shows you really just kind of got to just enjoy, sit down, have you some coffee or hot chocolate. or And stay focused. Yeah, and just kind of stay focused on the TV instead of a billion other things at the same time. But it's something I enjoy. Erica and I both enjoy it. It's something fun that we enjoy sitting down and watching together. Uh, and, yeah, it has its really scary moments sometimes and really just has some fun moments sometimes. All right, cool. So, yeah, what you got number well, two? Let's jump from one mature show to another mature show. Okay. This is The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Um, another, like, really um, epic uh, uh, theme song. You know, the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I mean, it just kind of really ramps up the upcoming dread. Um, I have not actually watched this for the past four or five seasons, um, but I really got into it early on in season one and season two. Uh, the Walking Dead takes place after the onset of a worldwide zombie apocalypse. Um, they don't actually call them zombies, though. Uh, zombies in this world uh, have never really been invented, so they don't really have anything to kind of base that off of. So they're referred to as walkers, and they shamble towards living humans and other creatures to eat them. They're attracted to noise, such as gunshots, different scents, like, you know, humans. Um, and although it initially seems that only humans are bitten or scratched by walkers, um, only those people can turn into other walkers, it's revealed uh, early in the series, this is a spoiler for uh, the sixth episode of season one, that, um, or actually the end of season two is when it's revealed, mm-hmm. um, that every uh, human has the walker virus, so when they die, regardless if they've been bit or scratched or whatever, they're going to turn into a walker or a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, the mutation is activated after the death of the pathogen's host. The only way to permanently kill a walker is to damage its brain or destroy its body, such as by cremating it. Uh, the series centers on Sheriff Deputy Rick Grimes, who wakes up from a coma to find this world um, that he, when you know, he went into his coma originally, had not succumbed to this stuff, and he wakes up a month later, and the e- epidemic has started. Mm-hmm. Um, so while in a coma, the world has been taken over by zombies. He becomes the leader of a group of survivors from Atlanta, um, and they attempt to sustain and protect themselves not only against attacks by walkers, but by other groups of survivors willing to use any means necessary to stay alive. You have to keep in mind in this world, resources like go like that because you're thinking food, uh, you're thinking shelter, you're thinking gasoline to get around, um, you know, in a, a vehicle so you can avoid walkers on foot. Um, it's just 
Season two can kind of drag a little bit, but the first season is, season is done ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. Um, the back half of season two picks up the pace a little bit, but it definitely is a very scary show. And as someone who was never a big zombie guy, um, I definitely really enjoyed this show for about five or six seasons until we got to the point where you know it was basically the same thing over and over again. Um, they find someone who wants to take over a place. Zombies are kind of annoying. And then they find another big bad guy and another big bad guy. So it kind of repeats itself. But in terms of that first season, mm-hmm. um, and even like those first four seasons, like season four is so good, um, you know, where they take several episodes to kind of focus on one or two of the pe- sure. cast members. Um, you know, that was really its peak where it's, um, and even parts of season five. I mean, just such an incredible television show. Um, and it's still, they're still making episodes now. Um, I know they've spun it off to Fear the Walking Dead. There's a third Walking Dead series uh, going to premiere, and they're going to be doing some Walking Dead movies starring Rick Grimes. So um, that's my number two, uh, The Walking Dead. I definitely have some catching up to do on that one. Uh, It was one of those things. It had been out for a while, and I was playing in a band, and they were totally like, right around the time I got married, they were talking about Walking Dead every week. And I was like, what is this? Oh, I didn't even mention it. It's based off a comic book. It is. And so... (laughs) I've pulled, I got Netflix when I got married, so of course we jumped on that train. We got our friends on it. And it was cool back then because it used to be something like Erica and I didn't have cable, and we still don't. But on Sunday nights, whenever the show would come on, we would get a dinner together. We'd go to our friend's house, and every Sunday night, we would get together, eat dinner, and watch the show together. So it was something that was really cool. Um, Just over time, we kind of stopped. Just stuff ended up, you know, just life happens. You get busy and other things. You're involved in things. so honestly, once we didn't watch it every week live on TV, we kind of just got behind on it. Uh, it's not necessarily a call that we just said, okay, I'm tired of this show. But at the same way, like it did get a little bit old on some things. I'm sure if we still watched it every week, sure, I'd probably still be entertained with it. But um, because of that, I did start reading the comic books. I have not, I'm definitely nowhere near the meat, I guess, of the story. But for a little while, um, things, at least I got ahead of the show at one point, and then it caught back up with me. I hadn't read anymore. But the comics are even more graphic in some things, if that's like able to believe from watching the show. But uh, it's honestly it's a great comic book series, and I want to say the comic book series ended this this year, and it was a very abrupt ending where literally the issue came out and they said, "Okay, that was it." Yeah, yeah. And so that became Made, a highly sought notable. after. Yeah, yeah. It, it came off very it was a highly sought after comic book because it literally there was no leading up to it, no telling about it. It just happened, and they said, "Okay, that was the last one," and it wasn't like it got shut down. They decided as a decision to. Sh- ended at that point um, but definitely a great series if you like that sort of thing uh, i do i thought it was great you know it's full of horror and scary and crazy things but if you love it watch it absolutely what's your number three sir number three uh i need you to envision there's a campfire right here between the two of us the yes. desk is safe the computers aren't burning down yes i can see the fire now okay i've got a handful of dust and submitted for your approval of the What the What Society, I call this TV episode, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Nice. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get this one. I was. Uh, this series, honestly, I didn't watch much of the Ghost, or the Goosebump series growing up. I watched this all the time, and I more so remember watching it at my cousin's house. Never in my life before had we, was it a thing to turn off the lights and watch a TV show. But anytime this came on, you shut the blinds, you turned the lights off, and you prepared to get scared, you know, out of your wits for the next half hour or whatever. And as a kid, it was. It was definitely some scary stuff in there. Now, same way as Goosebumps. You go back and watch now. It's cheesy. But there's still some stuff that's pretty scary, which same way I'm sure Goosebumps has its moments. Oh, yeah, too. definitely, definitely. Uh, 
But it just follows this group of kids. They go out in the woods. They're called the Midnight Society. They sit around, and in each episode, a kid stands up and says, Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story, and then it's the episode name, and they throw in some special dust out of a uh, midnight dust is what they called it. I have this little satchel or bag they had. They throw it in there. The flame gets bigger, and it kind of zooms in, and the story starts. Very uh, nice. Uh, same way it ends each episode. Let's see. I've got the quote here. I don't want to misquote it. It said, I declared this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. That's how every episode ended. Something that ties the two together, to uh, Goosebumps and this one, Ryan Gosling was also in an oh. episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm surprised he didn't get typecasted as a kid who is in you know cheesy te- television children's shows. For sure. He broke out of that really well. Between that and the Mickey Mouse Club, I mean. Uh, in the same episode was uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. It was in the same episode with this kid. It was. <laughs> I looked up the episode name. It was called The Tale of the Station 109.1. Okay. I love the very quick synopsis of this episode. It literally says, a youth obsessed with death discovers a radio station which takes its listeners to the afterlife. Okay, that's pretty simple. It is. Uh, I watched a little bit of that today. There is some kid that's kind of obsessed with the afterlife, not like in a demon sort of way, but just like curious. And so one of his friends locks him into a hearst, and he starts flipping the radio station. Evidently, there was a station 109.1. Maybe listen to that on your way home tonight if you can pick it up. Uh, it only goes through 107.9 on the uh, dial. So they sh- if they were smart, they would have done 99.9 because flip that upside down at 666. Ah, uh, so they didn't want. So here, 99.9 is a sports radio station. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is sports are the devil. <laughs> you know, I'm not bomb Bobby Boucher's mama, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but either way, it it's a station that technically only you're supposed to hear if like you're in the afterlife. He, Gilbert Godfrey runs a, he's pretty much a desk clerk, and the kid is having to constantly try to prove to Gilbert Godfrey that he's not dead. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey is his typical Gilbert Godfrey. He's not cheesy. He's just very hilarious and loud. Uh, so there's so many other ones. There's so many scary characters. There's Zebo the Clown. Uh, there's another, the Ghastly Grinner. But there's a lot of just scary, you know, each one had a kind of like a villain per se or a scary person per se in every episode. It's cool to go back and watch that and see things now. And honestly, some of them are pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool. So I think they're doing a new movie now based off on it. I think Nickelodeon's coming out and doing an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie or renewing the series, but at least I think they're doing a movie. I'd be down for that. Uh, same way they did a Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. Yes. It's full of cheese as well in a temple. but All, all the cheese. Yeah. But uh, it was definitely fun to watch. And um, that was my third one. It was something that hit. You know, for me, I almost didn't write it. I didn't think about it. I was overthinking, and all of a sudden, Are You Afraid of the Dark hit, and I was like, perfect Halloween show or series, whatever. So you, we've we've come through. What do you got as a number three on your list? This is quite possibly one of my favorite specials ever. Okay. Okay, it's definitely in the top five, um, just because I love the cast of characters um, mm-hmm. in pretty much anything they do. Um, this is, it, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's awesome. Um, as a 33-year-old man, 33-year-old man, I still want to watch this every year when it comes mm-hmm. out. Um, I don't usually get to watch it live when it's on um, broadcast television, but mm-hmm. they usually show it on Hulu or I can find it on YouTube or whatever. Sure. Um, but it's it's one of my I love the Peanuts gang in general. Uh, one of my first loves mm-hmm. ever. Um, reading the comic strips out of the paper, um, seeing the specials on television. Um, so the synopsis for this, if you've just never seen It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, the Peanuts gang is preparing for Halloween. Um, Linus and Lucy go to the local, local pumpkin patch to find a pumpkin. Um, and 
Linus is writing his yearly letter to the Great Pumpkin. And the Great Pumpkin is this uh, Santa-like presence that um, Linus believes that uh, he visits, will visit the most sincere pumpkin patches and give presents to those who were waiting for him there. Um, the, you know, Lucy and Charlie Brown, they're all, you know, the Great Pumpkin spake, Great Pumpkin mm-hmm. spake. Um, only Sally, Charlie Brown's younger sister, who crushes on Linus big mm-hmm. time, uh, supports him. Um, and she sits out there in the cold with him all night long. Meanwhile, Charlie Brown is going to be a ghost for Halloween, but he got the scissors, you know, kind of mishap. So there's multiple holes in his sheet. <laughs> um, they go trick or treating. Um, and Charlie Brown with the iconic, I got a rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I got this, I got this, I got a rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoopy has, uh, you know, he's wearing his World War One flying ace costume. He gets on his doghouse, imagining it to be uh, a Sopwith um, camel fighter plane to fight with the Red Baron. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many epic, you know, trademark uh, peanuts things sure. here. Uh, Linus and Sally are still in the pumpkin patch. When he sees a shadowy figure, uh, it, Linus assumes it's the Great Pumpkin and turns it out to just Snoopy. Um, and <laughs> Sally with this fantastic line. She's like, I waited all night in the pumpkin patch for a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and which as a kid who, you know, his, uh, whose father who owned beagles to go rabbit hunt, the beagle, did, my, my beagles didn't look anything like Snoopy. I don't, I don't get I it. I get but, that. <laughs> um, but it ends on a sweet note where at four o'clock in the morning, Lucy realizes Linus is still out there in the pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. So she goes, he's asleep with his blanket. She brings him home, takes his shoes off, tucks him in the bed. Um, and it's just kind of a sweet uh, ending because Lucy can be kind of hardcore. She's sure. the one who moves the football from Charlie she Brown. She jerk. charges five cents for her uh, advice at the mm-hmm. psychiatrist stand. Um, and when daylight comes, Charlie Brown and Linus are talking. They're leaning against the wall. And they're commiserating about their previous night disappointment. Maybe that's why I like this, because it's all about disappointment <laughs> and failure. Um, but Charlie Brown attempts to console his friend by saying, yeah, I've done stupid things before, too. And Linus is like, what do you mean stupid? I'm going to go out there next year, and I tell you, the great pumpkin's coming to my sincere pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a reminder of nostalgia for me. It's a reminder of childhood. It's a reminder that sometimes the simpler things that we watch can be the best things. It's not overly complicated. It's meant for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I look forward to it every year. That's um, awesome. Between this and the Christmas one, um, th- it's my yearly reminder that th- this is what I started with as a child. One of the things that, mm-hmm. I, um, that I still love after being 33 years old. It's one of my very first loves as a, as a child. So I remember the Peanuts being one of the first comic strips I ever read. Uh, and the reason I really got into them a lot was because I remember that was my dad's favorite thing every year was to see the Christmas episode or the Christmas special. Uh, and so that was, you know, my dad, he was a busy guy. He worked a lot. He didn't necessarily get overly excited. Like he loved to, you know, watch funny things and, you know, funny movies like Home Alone and other stuff. But I remember every year, like that was his major thing. He wanted to make sure he was at home for when the Christmas special came on TV. And so with that, knowing he loved the peanuts like that, it made me want to like the peanuts. I always loved reading their comic strips, love watching all the specials that they put out because honestly, there's just something loving and heartwarming, heartwarming, heartwarming. It's definitely not heart, heartwarming. No, guys. heartwarming, uh, in every episode or every special. Um, 
I don't know. It's just different. And like you say, especially compared to the other things on our list, it's different, but it's super special, uh, especially for us. And I think it's one of those things that it stands the test of time that passes down with a lot of families and generations. So uh, if you haven't watched it, be sure to check out that. Airing twice this year on ABC. See? I don't know the dates offhand, but I know it's airing twice. Type it in your Google. Ask Siri. She'll tell you. Not you necessarily, just the listeners at home. Uh, listen to it. I'm sure you can, if not, you can probably download it from Amazon Prime. Even if you got to pay for it, it's probably worth it. But uh, yeah, as far as other listeners, uh, would you tune in? We didn't have, we didn't put it out there for a lot of time. We put it out there today. Laura uh, Daniels Davis did respond and said that, are you afraid of the dark was something that she loved as well. Her and her family and cousins would always watch it in the dark as well. It's something special for her. Uh, Chris Road did not comment on this one. I don't think Chris had a lot enough time today. He has a son. Uh, they had to take care of. Plus, it's a Thursday. He's probably working. But at least we've said his name now. He's in the yes. episode. Um, it's The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown will air Tuesday, October 22nd at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then again on Sunday, the 27th at 7 p.m. Uh, on Sunday, it will include the bonus cartoon, You're Not Elected, Charlie Brown. And then on Tuesday, uh, it will come with the Toy Story of Terror, nice. where Buzz and Woody um, – or rather, Tom Hanks and uh, Tim, Tim Allen, Allen will reprise their roles as Buzz and Woody. So nice. Um, we didn't even include that special. On I, our list, I actually haven't not. seen it, but I heard it's really, really yeah. enjoyable. So tune in for There's that. Also, some Shrek Halloween specials, Scared Shrekless, which yeah, <laughs> great that play fits. on words there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. There's tons of other specials, tons of other series out there. I know there's a lot that we just skipped over, but it's a highlight reel, folks. We pick our top ones that mean the most to us, and we go with it. Uh, and feel free to share yours. Even yeah, we'd love to hear episodes, it. Episodes uh, airing on, I believe, the twenty eighth of October, mm-hmm. so, so right week, before Halloween. Week of Halloween. Uh, feel free to jump in and post on our uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram pages. Sure. Um, Facebook. And at this point, you may have literally just yesterday watched the Toy Story one that we yeah. just mentioned. So yeah, exactly. let us know what you thought about it. Exactly. Um, again, that's Facebook.com slash What The What Media, WTW underscore media on Twitter and at Instagram, What The What Media. And make sure you subscribe to the What The What podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, or Podbean. And again, if there is any other podcast um, provider that you use that we are not on, let us know, and we will do what we can to get us added to that podcast provider. For sure. So, uh, like Kyle said, that's all we have for you tonight. We thank you. We hope your Halloween is spooky and fun. Go get lots of tricks, but no, you know, very few. Um, no, no, lots of treats. <laughs> lots of tricks. <laughs> very, very few tricks. Whole boxes of cereal. <laughs> tricks are for kids. Um, and uh, stay in school. We'll see you next time on the What the What Show. What the What? Bye. Bye. Bye.